Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 500, and I forgot the 13 of the Drunk Dashers podcast. I'm host as always. I'm Tyler, and join me we have Daddy Ass himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? <laughs> oh man, I don't know how to react to that one, dude. It's like <laughs> with pride. But, uh, with pride. Yeah, but anyway, though it. Yeah, this week has been fine. You know, I kind of like. Uh, yeah, it was kind of getting up there and stuff. It's been sort of like a frustrating week, kind of like at work and stuff, because everything else happens all at once. But uh, it's pretty nice, though, when like when you have like a good support group around you, like with your boss and your coworkers mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and like your boss will come up to you. It's like you know what, Gabe was like. It's like at the beginning portion of the week. Hey, you know you can go home. You can actually go home early, like uh, at some time like throughout this week. You know, maybe like a couple hours earlier this or that or something like that. But then like the. <laughs> A couple days later and stuff, after things get a little even more hectic, it's like, it's like, Gabe, how would you like to have Friday off? I'm like, uh, um, you know, all, you know, like uh, with uh, the full pay, this and that and stuff like that. You just, just, you know, just have yourself a day to yourself, blah, 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 and so on and so forth. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Can't I say no hate that. You. I hate you so goddamn much right now, Gables. <laughs> Tyler, I understand. I understand. I mean, fuck, dude. I mean, I wish you could have the similar type of shit that I have in that regards yeah. because, oh, that would help you guys out tremendously. But still, it's like, but uh, other than that, though, it's like I've been keeping tabs of a lot of things that have been happening with Tokyo Game Show. I've been playing a bunch of Splatoon three. I can't wait to get to, can't wait to talk more about that stuff because I've had some good stuff with that one. But. Uh, on top of that, though, I did end up sign. I actually did end up trying to attempt to get myself into the beta for Street Fighter Six. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's one of those very limited selection stuff. I'm not sure if I'll get it in or not, but at the same time and stuff, it's like it's one of those moments where you know what? I'm gonna see if I can actually get myself in there so I can actually try to get myself accustomed. Mm. to playing street fighter 6 before it releases next year so yeah this is gonna be fun remind me after the show and like i'll uh i'll sign up myself and maybe uh if uh if you don't get the code or i get the code i can just send it to you or whatever so yeah, yeah. to help your chances out yeah because i I'm, i've been trying to get in the the madden beta for like uh, six years now and i've never gotten in so uh, i get it okay, i get dope. it i get it so uh yeah just remind me of that later and I'll, I'll do that but uh yeah. yeah but other than that though man it's like it's been going okay it's nothing like say tremendously like a terrible or tremendously like positive or something like that, but it's it's in the middle. But uh, how have you been, Tyler? Uh, polar opposite, Gables. Polar opposite. You know, your your job's paying you to stay home. Um, mm-hmm. Mine's forcing me to come in on my days off and work uh, extra extra hours. So uh, yeah, man, yeah, it's been sucks. a pretty you know been a pretty miserable uh, like four months, especially like well. Just my entire employment, but last four months especially has been pretty bad. But I don't want to talk about that here because uh, this is a fun time. But, uh, you know, I've been doing okay. Yeah. Um, I did. I've had, like, my entire life, entire adult life, I've had, like, issues with, like, sleep. I used to take medication for it a long time ago, and it worked really well. But uh, uh, I don't do that. I haven't done that in a long time. Um, should, but it's so, it's just, it's so expensive. Um, but anyways, um, I, I, uh, I, my mom's like, tell me or my, was it my mom or sister or something like that told me if you could go try that melatonin stuff out like the little gummy uh-huh. things and i'm like okay i'm like sure or not uh because we don't have like uh weeds not legal here um or anything like that so i can't like we have cbd but it's not it doesn't have THC, which i've never done weed or smoked weed or what anything like that for but uh i'm open to like you know edible and like that sort of not like recreational but like 
help with like anxiety and sleeping and stuff. But uh, anyways, my, my, uh, my, um, well, if you do record, I don't give a shit if you do recreationally, but for myself personally, I just want to be able to sleep. Uh, so my, like my parent, my mom was just to recommend it to me. I got some last night. (laughs) I, I took one, uh, it was five milligrams. I'm like, I don't know if that's a lot. She's like, my mom was like, nah, that's not a lot. I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm like, cool. Cause it said take two. So I'm like, well, I'll take, but I'm very, um, like my body is very weak to medication. Uh, like my, like I remember one time I pulled a muscle on my back, like this is years ago. And my mom, who is a third of my size would take like two of these and, and like fucking do whatever you needed, whatever she needed to do. I remember I took yeah. a half of one and I slept for 14 hours straight. So, um, <laughs> I am, Whoa, a wuss when it, yeah, I'm a wuss when it comes to stuff. So I, uh, I, uh, I took, I ate one of these last night within 20 minutes. I passed the fuck out. I took it at like 1030. Didn't make it till 11. I woke up at 930. <laughs> so, uh, wow, it was, dude. it was great. I loved it. It was, it was like, it was also kind of sucked. Cause it was like, well, fuck. I just slept in super late. Uh, so, um, yeah. So I'm going to have to find a balance to that. Cause I won't be able to take my issue is more so on the, on the work nights. Um, I get really stressed out and anxiety and then like, I can't sleep. So when I wake up middle of the night yeah. all over and over again, like I grind my teeth a lot in my sleep. So I'm just trying to cut that out. Um, but yeah, anyways, so that, that's what's going on with me, but, uh, yeah, no, so, but I've had, you know, it's been, I've had definitely had much worse weeks, but, uh, it's gonna be a fun ride with this melatonin. But like I said, Gables, uh, <laughs> a lot going on. Oh, I do want to say, so I, I mentioned my gambling, uh, stuff going on i i got i i did a little bit i've dabbled in some gambling lately um okay uh, i won 70 bucks i spent five and won 70 bucks though gables last week so that's pretty cool uh yeah but my my dad saw this thing where if you if you go to DraftKings, i think it is and yeah DraftKings, and you deposit five bucks it'll give you eight 25 dollar free bets so you can okay. bet 25 dollars you bet you just all you gotta do is deposit five bucks and you can make eight different pets for free, but like, but it's worth twenty five dollars. So you yeah. win something. You don't you don't get that twenty five dollars. But if you win, whatever you, you win, you get that payout. So uh, my dad does not care about sports. Whatever he he, he likes, he pays attention to UFC, but he doesn't like watch like he used to. Um, and my dad, who knows nothing about sports, and kept messaging me about things, and I'm like, no, don't do that. No, don't do that. Um, he won three hundred dollars last week. <laughs> In gambling. Um, and there's a big game. One of the biggest upsets we've had in quite a while in, in college sports. Well, it's been definitely the biggest of the season but the, in college football, but it's only the third week. Uh, Marshall versus Notre Dame. Uh, they were like a oh, – Marshall was like a plus 1,000 for the money line. And if you would have bet that $25, it would have been like a, a $1,500 payout. And my dad's wow. like, what if we do this? I'm like, no, don't do that. They're, they're, Marshall's going to lose. They won. Um he asked me about what about uh, this Appalachian State versus Texas A and M. I'm like, ah, don't know they, like, because I was told my dad. I'm like, Notre Dame literally paid Marshall 1.5 million dollars to come to Notre Dame to get their ass whooped. Appalachian State was paid 1.25 million dollars to go to Texas A and M and get their ass whooped. Okay, was what if I told you? Yeah. Well, Appalachian State beat them, and if my dad would have made those two bets, would have made like 2,500 dollars. <laughs> and i told i told my dad don't do it <laughs> so i cost my dad a lot of money uh i don't have the heart to tell him how much money he lost uh or he he could have won rather um oh, but he shit. made th- he made 300 bucks i think he won like seven of the eight free bets so the only bet he that's actually yeah no that's really good i mean i i mean like I, my eight bets i won like three of them uh but um 
The only bet he did lose is he bet on Iowa to win, which is, I told my dad, don't do that. He's like, why? I'm like, I was going to lose. He's like, I thought you like Iowa. I'm like, I know, but we like money more, right? He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, bet on Iowa State. He didn't listen to me. He bet on Iowa. I bet on Iowa State. I'm the, the Iowa guy who's got a fucking Iowa sign hanging up over there and another one over there. Uh, and uh, I bet on Iowa State and won. So whatever. <laughs> um, anyways, so th- yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on with me. Uh, but Gables, like I said, we're a video game podcast. And uh, we talk about video games. Um, and one thing I want to talk to talk about Gables is it's coming up real fast. It's coming up very fast. November fifth, Extra Life. Yes. Uh, this thing we talk about every year. If you if you've listened to this for a long time, and you know it, or if you just know what Extra Life is, that's awesome. Good for you. Uh, I don't care. We're still going to talk about it. Uh, it's coming up. Uh, like I said, November fifth. We're about six seven weeks out. Um, we play games for twenty four straight hours. We raise money for uh, Children's Milk Network hospitals. Uh, Gables yes. picks the one in Seattle. I picked the one in Iowa City. Uh, if you are a college football fan whatsoever, uh, if you see the the do the wave thing for Iowa, um, the hospital is directly next to the Iowa Hawkeye Stadium, and the kids can actually watch the game. They're in the Children's Hospital, and at the, at the end of every first quarter, the kids, tur- all, all the uh, everybody in the stadium turns and waves at the kids. It's a really cool thing. Uh, that is the hospital that I am uh, doing this for. So uh, if you are someone that's interested in, you know, want to help do you want to play games and do it for good cause. Uh, please check out extra dash life.org. This will be my 11th year. I think Gables is your 10th year. Correct me that this one? will be my 10th year. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I'm wearing one of the shirts right now. Uh, I got like 15 of these things. No joke. Uh, I think my, I, nearly half of my t-shirts are extra life at this point. Um, but yeah, we're doing that on November 5th, uh, 24 straight hours of playing video games. It's a great time. Uh, we get we get together with our buddies. I recommend you the same. Um, if you want to participate, like I said, extra-life.org, or um, I'll have it. I have a link in the show notes down below. Uh, if you want, you want to uh, uh, donate to us. Sorry, I blanked on the word there. Uh, I'll have links to our pages in there as well. Uh, but if you want, if you want to just set it, do it yourself. Or you want to tell your friends about it? Even better. We're not. I don't. If you want to donate to us and do it yourself and donate to yourself and have your friends, even better. The more people do this, the more people find out about it. The more money that they earn for the kids. Uh, they they've regularly made over ten million dollars every year. I think last year was the first time they didn't beat the previous record from the year before. Uh, but last year's the record in twenty twenty was out. We broke the record by millions. So yep. I think it nearly tied. I can't remember what the number was, but nearly tied twenty twenty's record. So. Um, wow. Yeah, I think it was like 13 million or something. I can't remember. I have to look up the numbers again. Uh, but yeah, it's coming up soon. Uh, it's a great time. We'll be talking about it pretty much every week as we get close. Uh, but yeah, just want to bring that up because it's that time of year. I, I didn't realize, I, I couldn't believe it when I, I thought about it this week. I'm like, we are in mid September and that is soon. Uh, and it's, it is my, it's gaming Christmas to me. It's my favorite day. It's my favorite, least favorite know, day right? of the year. Um, <laughs> I love it. And then the after effects are miserable. Gable's got the whole, took the whole week out week off afterwards i recommend that as well um he told me that uh, and uh i was i always take the monday tuesday off afterwards uh but because god of war is coming out on the wednesday afterwards i took the thursday friday off so i'll have wednesday thursday friday so i just gotta suck it up for monday and tuesday so i had some vacation time left and stuff i'm like fuck i i'm gonna use it the best way possible i'm gonna do it during that week during extra life Mm -hmm. but uh yet it's like i totally blanked that i still hadn't like signed up like for extra life this year so i took care of that this past week talking ship group i think i joined their little thing as well mm-hmm. but uh yeah at that point and stuff like that now the question becomes for you and i it's like the games that we could potentially play 
and also like the potential like plan game plans we're going to be going into for that day in general. So it's like yeah. a few months away, but at the same time, it's like it's coming fast. It's coming fast. Yep. Uh, remind, remind me, I'm going to put a, a Google Doc together and like we can write down like ideas for us to play and then like our own games. And th- th- that way we can at least have a general idea because my problem is I always think of stuff and then when I like go to tell you about it or I go to write it down later, yeah. I forgot about it. So I just need to make like a Google Doc that we can share and we can just write down ideas. Uh, but we got yeah, some ideas. Year, yeah, man, last year was pretty crazy though. It's like uh, I think you and I were both playing like different types of games and stuff. I think we only played like maybe for a little bit of like Alien, like <laughs> like Predator Hunting Predators, yeah, stuff. that didn't go we, well. And we did not like that at no, all. No, you know, everybody, out. yeah, it was hardcore playing that game at that point. But uh, but uh, yeah, the things I can remember most about last year's extra life is I spent like 15 hours playing Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy fucking shit! I mean, <laughs> it did not feel like 15 hours. No, no, and that's always the best part is when you can find like, uh, uh, like a really good game and you just like, oh my, I just spent like the in- the majority of my day playing like that. Yeah, so we'll we'll talk about more as we go along. Uh, we'll we'll yeah. talk about more and more tidbits. But yeah, like last year's really good. I, I think I, I beat Gu- Guardians during it because I started playing it before you. Um, yes, you did. And then, like, I think you ended up beating it the next day. So, um, yes, I did. Yeah, so it was. They're <laughs> always a great time. Twenty-four hours, shit. I fucking beat it the next day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's a good time. But uh, yeah, we'll 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 give out some tips and tricks throughout the uh, throughout the weeks. Every week, I remind me, Gables, I'll, um, to do that. I'll put it in the show notes. so I don't forget. But uh, just want to give that a shout out because it's a uh, it's a cool thing that we do. It's a cool thing that everybody does. And uh, I highly recommend that everybody get involved in it. Um, but Gables. Yes, it's a uh, it's it's we got like a little E three going on right now. Tokyo Game Show oh. is a new E three. Uh, it, it felt like E three this past year. Yes. Yeah, and um, let's just get into it. let's get well, we're gonna start in chronological 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 order. Thank you, Gables. I can't talk right now. Um, I just maybe I just can't say that word. That's I never I don't think I've ever tried to say that word out out loud before. So that's the first for me. Hilarious. I actually correct my boss too because she sometimes. <laughs> sometimes forgets to pronounce certain like words and stuff like that you know it's like... yeah that's what i got gables here for because he uh he keeps me on keeps me in the straight and narrow and also uh, corrects things i can't say um which is great because uh, i can't say a lot of things uh but we're just going here I, i'm using the polygon roundup unfortunately uh because my roundup guy uh he got laid off from fanbyte uh because uh fuck tencent uh, so I had to use this one. Unfortunately, I was spoiled by Imran Khan because he would put it in order of the way it happened in the direct polygon. I'm not talking shit. I'm, I'm happy that someone did it because most people don't do it. Uh, they did not put it in order. That kind of grinds my gears a little bit, Gables, but we're going to let it go. We're going to let it go. I'm not going to get mad about it because we got a lot to talk about here. So recur- we're going to start Kirby's. Uh, I'm, I'm starting in the order of which theirs are. Uh, Kirby's return to Dream Island Deluxe is coming out February 24th, 2023. Um, a four-player local co-op. I actually did not know that until just now. Um, I didn't. I, I was like, I didn't know if this was a, a new game or a remake. I guess it's a remaster of a end of Wii uh, game. Yes, yes, Tyler. This is actually like a. Uh, this is a late Wii game. Return to Dreamland was one of those games and stuff where it was a four-player co-op. It's actually one of the better Kirby games. And uh, before. Like uh, this past one released this past year now, like, like Star Allies and stuff. Oh, you? T- oh, yeah. Um, no, 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 not Star Allies, but uh, God damn it, <laughs> Forgotten Land. Like it's my goddamn yes, game of the, the year. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Kirby and the Forgotten Land and stuff like that. When that game came out this year, you know all that other stuff. 
before that game released, Return to Dreamland was actually up there with one of the best Kirby hmm. games. And the reason why is because of the the aspects of it to where, yeah, you could do like, the split-screen co-op stuff. There was a different types of like uh, various like hidden collectibles and all this other, like, collecting a lot of the different stuff. Quintessentially, like, Planet Robobot and, like, uh, oh my gosh, that other Kirby game and stuff for the 3DS and stuff based a lot of their collectible and, like, some of their fun parts of that based upon Return to Dreamland and stuff, you know, barring their own gimmicks. But uh, it's one of those announcements that kind of caught me off guard because we were hearing, like, rumors of, like, tidbits of other remasters, other, like, uh, ports quintessentially coming to Switch and stuff. No Zelda. No Metroid announcements mm. during this direct, but we had Return to Dreamland Deluxe, which, yeah. you know what, it ain't bad. Yeah, we heard a lot of rumors that there was going to be uh, some remasters uh, being announced. Uh, um, did not have that one on my list. Why? Like I said, I didn't even know that game existed, though, until... Um, that one. Interesting, though, it's only uh, it's only local co-op. That's kind of disappointing. Uh, yeah, I agree but, with you. Uh, that is disappointing. Yeah. Uh, some of these we can just kind of speed through. Gables, if you want to talk about them, please just cut me off and let me know. Uh, we got Fall Guys is season two starting. Uh, well, it started already. Uh, Disney Speedstorm. It looks like a Mario Kart ripoff. Uh, yeah. We have Lego Bricks Brick Tales. Um, I don't. I don't even remember that game. Uh, Romancing Saga. Uh, Minstrel. Okay. Song remastered. Uh, that launched December first. Uh, Life is Strange Arcadia Bay Collection. That is a Life is Strange season or episode. Not episode. Life is Strange one. Uh, the remaster and Before the Storm, which is a prequel to that one. That's coming September twenty seventh. Um, Tales of Symphonia remastered. Uh, one of my favorite games uh, growing up as a kid. I did not realize this though. Uh, Imran Khan, who I spoke about just earlier, tweeted about this. I guess it was announced at Tokyo Game Show. It is only in thirty frames per second. When the GameCube version, the original release, was at sixty. Um, that is a tidbit I did not know. Yeah. So That's- it got. So it, it was exclusive on GameCube for like a year. And then it yes. got ported to PS2. Yes. Uh, the PS2 version, I guess, was only 30. Um, but it had additional content. And then when they ported... So then it got remastered on last gen, PS4 and Xbox One and all that. Um, but they, I guess they lost the code or something to the GameCube version. So the only code they have is the PS2 version. Uh, so now, oh, unless... So they don't want to do this. Basically, they're not doing the extra work to, like, they could do it. I'm not going to call the developers lazy. This sounds like a business decision rather than the, the, devs, the devs are just being lazy. So it's like, no, we just got to get this thing out there. And it's already on the, the old consoles. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That, suck. that kind of sucks. I love that game. I was like, you know, hmm. Yeah, that does suck, though, initially. If they had lost the original code for, like, the Tales of Symphonia for GameCube, I mean, yeah, that would make a lot more sense why they stuck to the 30 frames per well, second stuff. But, but you can you could fix it. It's just you got to put the work in to do it. And like I said, it sounds like uh, it's name is it Namco? Namco's the one doing this, right? Yeah. Uh, that's Tales, maybe. right? I Namco, feel like that's what... I think so, yeah. Yeah. We're just going to blame Namco anyways. Um, it sounds like they just... It's like, well, we can just port it like really fast or we can put a little time and effort into it and they'll probably sell the same amount of copies. So I probably like, ah, port it. It's fine. Um, so that, that kind of sucks. It's one of my favorite games of all the time. I'm like, oh man, I kind of want to play that game. I did not realize though it got ported to uh, uh, the last gen consoles. But Oh, and it's also got a collection thing on the PS3 as well. 
Oh, okay. There you go. I'm staring it down right now in my bookcase. He's like, oh, Gable's like, oh, I bought that like a decade ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, no, not a decade ago. More like about a year and a half or so ago since uh, I, earlier on this week. I did not, – not this week, but early, earlier in the year, I had actually bought a pre-owned PS3 from my workplace. Oh, okay. Huh. Well. Um, but, uh, well, yeah, that one's also based upon the PS2 version, obviously. But uh, Yeah. So that's the yeah that like so that's the one they just keep porting so yes pretty disappointing but I am happy that it's coming out on the Switch I mean yeah. that's a great game it oh, definitely yeah. received a lot of accolades back in the day when it released during that summer I think it was like 2003 or something like that or 2004 uh, it, but, it, it uh, took up a lot of summers for me Gables just replaying it yeah understandably so but at the same time this is the most popular tales of game in the mm -hmm. series like yeah. one of the most popular i think abyss is right there up there with it but in recent years vesperia is probably one of the other more popular of that series too yeah but uh there's a 360 exclusive is, yeah that was a 360 exclusive at one time remember on but, the i don't know if you ever played vesperia when it came out because i was a huge fan of yes, those games did. um remember when they had uh you can uh, spend five bucks to raise your levels, ten levels. Absolutely, and that was a that was a controversy back then. I mean, we <laughs> see it now, and we laugh yeah. at that. You could buy like, like it, it's much more egregious now. Than yeah, or you can like spend a dollar and get like buy potions with real money. Um, yeah, that was a that was something. Um, oh, if only we knew. But yeah, if only anyway. we knew. Uh, yeah, but that was uh, a controversy from then. Yes. Yeah, it's so tame now. Horse armor. Uh, Endless Dungeon is coming to Switch next year. Radiant Silver Gun is a classic shoot 'em up that's actually coming out. Um, well, it's already out. Came out as a, a shadow drop. Um, I will say this though about Radiant Silver Gun fairly quickly and stuff. Yeah. This is a Sega Saturn game that they went through and poured <laughs> to Nintendo I Switch. I, I, thought, I didn't know it was a Saturn game. It's when I hear Sega, Sega Saturn, Saturn, I gotta game. laugh. I gotta it's laugh. One of the more it is one of the more rare Sega Saturn releases. So for that, it's a quality shoot 'em up. It's actually yeah. a great quality shoot 'em up and stuff. But uh, I thought it was fairly fascinating that, <laughs> in regards to a lot of the retro stuff that they showcased inside of this direct, the one that was out of left field was Radiant Silver Gun. Yeah, I mean it had it's had other like releases, say like the three sixties like arcade, you know, live arcade and stuff like that, but. Uh, yeah, it just it was just kind of hilarious to see it here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, I did not know it was a Saturn. I knew it was a it was a remaster. I didn't realize it was a Saturn game. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, Crisis Core uh, Final Fantasy VII Reunion just showed up there, uh, and just just dropped. It's coming December thirteenth. That was a brand new thing, and I was like, that oh, that was hilarious. I was like, I, I, I so I did a oh, so um, I did a, a live reaction to to this and the state of play. If you want to go check uh -huh. that out, please check out our YouTube channel uh, and subscribe to us everywhere else. But yeah, if you want to watch those. Um, I did that. I'm like, wait, did we know that? Because I don't, I didn't know that. Nope. <laughs> and I, no, I double checked it. I went on Twitter or Twitter, and I was like searching it, and everybody's like, wait, did they just drop the date? And yeah, they did. Because um, they, they said the date in Nintendo Direct. Yeah, and they they said winter, and everybody's assumed okay, that's 2023 then, and then oh, that's this year. So it gives me hope, Gables, that maybe Final Fantasy VII uh, Rebirth. Maybe it's maybe it's December. I don't know. I'm not gonna get my hopes up for that, but it gives me a little, little, little bit of hope. Um, but next up, uh, Sifu is coming November eighth, and that looked rough. 
Oh boy, that game is beautiful. On uh, what well, I played on PS5, uh, and it's on PC as well. But that game is a stunning game to look at. Uh, the art design and the just the animations, all that, and uh, 60 frames a second. Um, whew, that frame rate on <laughs> on Switch. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, guess. it did not look as great as it could have been. But at the same point, this is what happens when you have literally almost like a deck. Literally, like almost a decade we're, old. Like uh, we're technology. in year six. Yeah, we're in year six of the. We're getting close to the year six of the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we're getting ports of like these various games, but now we're seeing in full effect the limitations of the Switch. Yeah, third party efforts. Yeah, we've been if seeing we it, but not... we are now. <laughs> yeah, we we were we I mean we were before, but now with the new consoles out, it's even more glaring. Um, speaking of glaring, uh. Resident Evil 2, 3, and Biohazard uh, are coming um, in December uh, yep. to the Switch, um, but it's only uh, via the cloud. So um, I had to t- I had to laugh at that because yeah, I always think it's funny freaking... the cloud thing. Um, Dude, I, I heard it's bad too. It doesn't work. Yeah, so. yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I've had other people like uh, you know I've had like uh, I've not had people talk to me about it but like i've actually seen like reactions of some people online in regards to the whole cloud stuff you know it could work if say like if it's if you had a great internet connection or whatever the hell but at the same time i look at it from my experiences with cloud because of my connection in regards to my internet and everything else every time i try to do a cloud version or stream something there's always some form of delay there's always some mm-hmm. form of like issues that pop up and i absolutely i hate the aspect of doing a cloud gaming or a streaming thing over a connection, especially for it's a Nintendo Switch online. Yeah, but right. uh, and you're playing over Wi-Fi. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, playing over Wi-Fi too. That adds up the issues as well. And, and they uh, charge full price for these games. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's absolute bullshit. I get. I mean, people that don't have their consoles, I, I guess it's an option. But uh. um, next up, though, the people that made Danganronpa are making another game called Raincode. That's coming in that spring 2023. What would, you, what would you say? I said it looks pretty interesting because right. uh, uh, they are taking elements of like what they've had with the Danganronpa games, the murder mystery aspect of it, and it looks like it's a little bit more evolved than what it initially was. It's kind of a little bit more of like an action adventure, sort of like a mystery sort of game with some mm. horror elements into it. Whereas the traditional Danganronpa games were more like a point-and-click sort of like I choose, like it was more like a point and click adventure, quintessentially with uh, various relationships you could build between classmates in this whole like uh, this whole classroom trial meets battle royale type of mentality. But uh, I'm fascinated to see how this story will go through and evolve, since the strongest points of uh, Spike Chunsoft's like efforts with this type of series, especially with this dude that's been in charge like creating these games and stuff how the story will actually go through and evolve as it goes but from the offset of it it looks fairly interesting not just the art style but also in terms of uh the possibilities of what could be executed yeah yeah I- i've tried again dang up i thought that it just kind of the vibes of it look cool and i just i'm not a big point click guy so yeah, i um, understand yeah um but next up we had uh bayonetta 3 there's like a 30 second thing like hey Check out our, our YouTube channel later. There's a, there's going to be a, a, a trailer. And I'm like, ah, okay. Eight-minute video. <laughs> yeah, an eight-minute video. I get now why it's not in the directs, but at the time, I'm like, 
we spent a lot of time on um, games like Harvestella and then 19 other far, uh, anime simulator farming simulators, but uh, we can't spend mm-hmm. a few minutes on Bayonetta 3. I understand now why. Because uh, it was uh, it's an eight minute video. I I'm, I don't need to see. I'm buying that game. I don't need to watch an eight minute trailer on that game. Yeah, um, no shit, man. I mean, it's it's pretty self explanatory. I mean, it's it's a crazy action over the top game and yeah. stuff. I mean, if you play Bayonetta one and two and stuff, you go into Bayonetta three, you know what you're expecting. Yeah, I imagine it's just for people that don't that you know that might have missed out on those games. So yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, um, but like I said, Harvestella. Um, more on that. It actually got it revealed at the uh, last. It's funny because they had that, that partnership showcase at the end of June, mm-hmm. um, and they showed a ton of like anime farming simulators, and we just got more from here. Uh, but they announced that they announced or revealed the Harvestella there. Um, it's coming November fourth. We already knew that, but there's a demo that you can play now, and whatever you uh, do in that carries over to the main game. So it's a it's the cool Square Enix thing. I love that they do that. Um, next up, we had uh, Just Dance 2023 edition. <sighs> okay. Uh, it's coming <laughs> in November. Um, Pikmin Four, uh, sh- good old Shiggy showed up. Uh, no gameplay. We we, we got we look like they're in like a backyard or like a park. There was a bench. Um, someone needs to mow the lawn. Um, got some stuff there. Remember when uh, eight years ago, Gables? He said the game was almost done. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and here we are. That. We got a little teaser for the game coming out next year. Um, <laughs> like I said, no gameplay or anything like that. Uh, but they said they're working on making the. Uh, uh, controlling the Pikmin easier, which I guess they made a lot of improvements with that with the uh, Pikmin Three Deluxe, um, from what I understand. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not a big. I've never been a Pikmin guy. I like the first Pikmin game. Those games just give me anxiety, so I don't play them. Well, man, it's understandable because you have to manage your little Pikmin and stuff and throughout the different terrains, trying yeah. to well, take care of the bulb orbs and stuff it, like it's that. More, it's more so the them dying and like when and all the red ones they walk into the fucking water like idiots and die. Um, and then also you have to like get the tool and bring it back to your ship in a certain amount of time frame. So I'm like, I can never enjoy the game cause I'm always, I always feel like I'm rushing, you know? Well, yeah, the original one. Yes, of course. The second one kind of removed the whole like aspect of the whole time S type of things so that within the whole 20 day limit, like the first one did. But, mm. uh, I'll tell you what though. I am fairly excited that Pikmin four is finally not only coming out, but it'll be within the next year. But from the perspective of the Pikmin, the, you know, the from the whole perspective, like where the Pikmin are in general and stuff, is what they'll show instead of like a big old like over overview or some like the previous entries of the series and stuff. You know, we don't know if there's going to be any new Pikmin present. We're not gonna, we don't know anything else in regards to, to what we've seen. I mean, it looks pretty. It has the camera angle that's quintessentially just the Pikmin. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Gables, one second. You're uh, breaking up a little bit. But looking all right from the reveal we saw. But yeah, can't wait for more. Yeah. Uh, one second here, Gables. We have a little bit of issues here with the uh, breaking up just a little bit. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Give me... Uh, I'm going to call you right back, okay, buddy? Okay. All right. That's why I hate doing it over Discord. We're going to join the video call. We're going to call him right back. Hopefully, this doesn't fuck up everything. 
Do it alive, baby. Do it alive. Can I pause this? I don't know. All right. Here. Sorry about this, guys. Working on it. Here, let me try this. And we're back. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, I was having some Discord issues there, but we got it fixed. Uh, thank you for hopefully you guys stuck with us. If you did, I appreciate it. If not, um, I'll miss you. Uh, but Gables, um, yes. it was weird though. Is they spent like nine goddamn minutes about Pikmin Bloom, a game that's been out for like a year. Uh, uh-huh. When I mean, now I think about it, they could just show the whole entire Bayonetta trailer. Uh, but it was very, it was, it was very <laughs> weird. Very weird. Um, then just randomly talk about Pikmin Bloom. Um, but, uh, next up though, we did have, uh, Switch Sports, which is the, uh, the game came out, I believe in April. Um, the golf was supposed to come out, um, in the fall. They pushed it to a holiday. Right. Uh, they showed off. They said there's going to be 21 holes, which is weird for a game that has 18 holes. Uh, but there's going to be 21 holes. Uh, cool thing is that you can do a player online and you can actually all play simultaneously, which is really cool. Cause I always hated wow. But I, when I, I used to be really big in the golf games. Like I have a lot of fun playing those games, but I always hated like when you're playing online with people. It's like why can't we all just golf at the same time? Um, but uh, I love the fact that you can actually see all each other golf, which is awesome. Um, next up, though, here uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. We got a, a sneak peek at um, Mary Mountain, which is from Mario Kart Tour, and Peach Garden from DS, which was a bad like just put all the DS fucking tracks in there. Um, but those are two of the tracks are coming and it's coming this year. I'm guessing holiday because the, uh, Mary mountain one is like a Christmas theme one. Yeah. So that's, that's my guess. I mean, what, what was your thoughts on this one Gables? Honestly, there was kind of just not too much there in regards to what they unveiled for the wave three stuff. I mean, they just gave a little teaser with a couple different tracks, peach garden. I mean, I'm game for that. I like mm. the DS Mario Kart game. I think I've stated that before, but, uh, at the same point, you know, I'm at that point and stuff. Just, it's so dumb just to go and just have it like under wraps and stuff. Just showcase all the rest of the goddamn thing that you got going for your waves and stuff. Yeah. So that uh, way we'll know full front. Okay, we're gonna expect these tracks. This date right here. This is gonna be the inside of this and that side of this. I just want to know the rest of the damn season pass stuff. So that way they can just wrap up Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I mean, I'm so getting so freaking tired of hearing more about Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and I feel like that God, I'm ready to move on from that damn game <laughs> oh man I, I was too but I'm just happy that we're getting more like I just want a reason to yeah, play Mario yeah. Kart I'm happy I'm, we're getting more tracks yeah. true yeah I I, was, I mean yeah, I definitely rather have a 9 but this is better than what, what we went I mean we played the game on Wii U so we, we've essentially gone almost, like nearly 10 over, years over 8 years w- between like a brand new Mario game so um, I'll take it I guess um but yeah, um, I, it, it, all the tracks pretty much leaked out there. If you go look them up, you can figure out which ones are out there. Um, yeah. But uh, next up here, we had Mario Kart, uh, Mario, Mario Kart, Mario Strikers uh, Battle League announced a new update. I think there's only one more after this one. Uh, they announced that um, Diddy Kong and uh, Pauline are new characters. Gables, Pauline, she's looking good. Looking good. It's like. Uh, well. Remember the remember the one on GameCube where Daisy was like in the shorty shorts, yeah, the booty shorts. 
Whew, I think Paul Lee might adopt her. <laughs> I don't know. In regards to that, I'm glad the character. I'm glad we got a couple more characters inside of Battle League. But at the same point, you know, it's like, eh, I really struggle to really care about that one. I mean, it was yeah, no, announced, no. and I'm like, I don't feel any different. I mean, it doesn't fix the game at all. I mean, okay, had a couple new characters. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, Gamefly has it on sale right now for like 35 bucks. And I was like, ooh. Uh-huh. I was thinking about it. I'm not, I, I didn't do it, but I was thinking about it. Um, but Gables, um, real fast. Yeah. Peach. Pauline from Mario Strikers. Or the Corpse uh-huh. of Daisy. Fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Just answer the question. Don't don't ask me questions. Answer the fucking question. Like the corpse of Daisy? Yeah, what you heard fuck? me. This is jar mayonnaise. Oh, oh dude, no. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't big shit. Come on. Oh wow, that's a that's a callback there. Uh, ah, so all right, so the same time I remember that shit. <laughs> fuck is obviously Daisy for you. Okay. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I feel a bullshit here. Although, how can the hell can you kill a corpse that's already dead? But at the same time... Zombies? I don't know, Gables. <laughs> You're not going to answer the question, are you? No, not fully. All right, well, fuck you then. All right, well, moving on here. Um, Ib, I-B, 1B, I'm not sure you call it. It's a 2D exploration game. Uh, it's a girl that she's like, like in an art museum. It's like a 2D game. Um and it's coming out in spring 2023. Look kind of creepy vibes, but also I thought it was like a like a new like kind of a lower budget indie game, but it looked kind of interesting. Uh, apparently, it's a game from 2012 that's never uh, that was made in Japan, never came out here. So, huh. yeah, not. yeah. Uh, Factorio. Um, it was a uh, originally released in 2016. It's coming to Switch now. One of those uh, uh, farming simulator anime games, uh, okay. but maybe the best farming anime game. Uh, of them all. Maybe the title of the year. Maybe okay. the title of the generation. Maybe the title of our lifetime. Maybe the title oh, of our lives, Gables. Various Day Life. <laughs> it's a Square Enix game. Of course it fucking is. I want to... I wanna, whatever they're using for recreationally at Square Enix for the people that name the games, uh, I want to hang out with them. Uh, oh my god, dude. I saw that, and I saw a day and date release, and I'm like, what? Various day life? I mean, come <sighs> I don't even know what the fuck this game is. Yeah, was, I don't I don't know either. I mean, It was it's... just one of those announcements to where it was like glancing between announcements. of like, okay, well, that was a game. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Next one. I just feel like Harry and Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber are the ones in charge of coming up with the names. It's like the episode of South Park when Cartman pretends to be um, a robot, and yeah. they like... He pitches a movie idea, and they love it so much that the movie studio hires him. And every movie he pitches is Adam Sandler yeah, doing Sandler. something, yeah, doing something stupid. And I feel like that's just the the, the writers in the Square Enix uh, oh, naming room. Oh god, I remember that episode. Yeah, I was a, a Roboto. I can't remember his name. Um, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, great episode. Uh, next up, though, we, we had like a bunch of sixty four games announced. Uh, so they announced. The next, I believe, nine months worth of Nintendo uh, or 64 games coming to Switch with the expansion pack. We have Piloting 64. We have Mario Party 1, 2, and 3. We have Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2. 1080 Snowboarding, Excite by 64. And then finally, Gold Knight coming uh, with 
exclusivity to the multiplayer. So it's coming to the remaster that was made like 15 years ago is finally coming to Game Pass um, soon as well. But the online will be exclusive to the expansion, which is hilarious to me. Um, it was funny. People's like, oh, cool. You can like play online. You don't do screens. You don't have to like share your screen with people anymore. No. Oh, no, 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 people, no, no, you still have to share your screen with people. Uh, it just keeps getting funnier. The more people talk about it. Um, I, 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 I liked Goldeneye back in the day. I remember playing that first level over and over again with my dad as a kid and just thinking it was the funniest thing in the world. Like the first thing you do is kill the guy in the bathroom. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I, I remember really playing the game with like my buddy. Like I have buddies to this day. I still love the 64. And like mm-hmm. even at my Justin, my best friend, used podcasts for years. Um, at his bachelor party, I brought my Switch, a bunch of controllers over. We're gonna play Smash Brothers on the Switch. What do we end up playing? Gables, we playing up playing the goddamn one in the sixty, the, the uh, Smash Brothers on sixty four. Uh, they are. I, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, it's not <laughs> a bad game. It's just like guys, we've we've expanded quite a bit, and it's much better now. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, I just I don't think Cole and I I played the game like in like 2000 2001 like this isn't very fun anymore and uh, 22 23 whatever's coming up I'm not really interested but Gables you're the expansion yeah. pack guy you have it I don't what's your opinions on the games coming I love the variety of N64 games that were announced granted the only games I hadn't played out of this entirely that was announced I mean that was announced here Excite Byte 64 and 1080 Snowboarding. I've never played either one of those games, so I'm fascinated to delve into them. As for the other ones, well, actually, no. Now I think about three. Pilot Wing 64, I've never played. But that was like one of like the three games we had when my dad bought it. We yeah. had Pilot Wings, we had Madden, and we had Star Fox. Uh-huh. That was the three games we had. Yeah. But uh, Mario Party 1 through 3, fantastic games. I love the second one the most. Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2, obviously I'm the Pokemon guy as well, so I'm like, fuck, yeah, this is going to be fun to try to play. There's no transfer things at all inside of this game. Just play for the minigames. Yeah, pretty much I did play it for the minigames back then, and also I did play them when I used to have the transfer pack. I still do to this day. I have the fucking transfer pack that I got from original Pokemon Stadium, put my Game Boy carts inside there. And use that instead of transfer Pokemon between Pokemon Stadium 1 and like my Pokemon copy of... uh, Pokemon Blue and stuff. Yeah, back in the day and stuff, that that was such a big deal because it's like you were playing your games on your Game Boy and stuff, you're leveling up your creatures, but then you can see them on the TV screen and stuff in regards to, like, full-on uh, 3D models and this and that, you know? I remember beating that Pokemon Stadium back in the day using that because if you had used the rental Pokemon in that case and scenario and stuff, they are pretty bad. Some yeah, of them have game, some pretty terrible move sets. That and, game is not uh, fun if you don't have if you're using rental Pokemon. That's the thing about it, though. That's the core aspect. I mean, we get Pokemon Stadium one and two, but at the same time, we don't have access to actually transfer Pokemon, say, like from Pokemon Home or like, because that's the thing I could see it working the most, unless they have like a Game Boy Virtual Console where you can do that that way. But at the same point, it's like part of the appeal of the Pokemon Stadium games was transferring your own Pokemon from your other games to this version and then seeing them battle all in 3D and stuff and then like winning cups, actually inheriting different Pokemon that you could actually 
transfer to your said game pack, you know, back to the Game Boy games and stuff. I mean, granted, I remember back, it's like when I did beat Pokemon Stadium and I did end up beating Mewtwo, I got rewarded with, like, special, like, uh, starters or, like, this or that. But you can't do that inside these copies. So I'm like, I mean, the best I could generally do is try to beat the game, right, by going through the different cups and then doing, like, the other stuff like I never did back in the day. But, uh, oh, my gosh. Goldeneye, though. That was a funny one. Online, but the online is split screen. It's split screen between three other players. That is hilarious to me. But uh, having no multiplayer at all for the Xbox version, that's that's fucking hilarious too. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, dude. I mean, how Nintendo, sw- how the freaking Nintendo got exclusivity for the online for Goldeneye? I, I imagine this is because of the way the expansion pack works and. Yeah, they probably just like Xbox isn't like we're not no one no one like it's probably not worth the effort kind of thing. Now, what is going to be the question here is for this for the Nintendo Switch Online version is like, is it going to be twin sticks? If it's not twin sticks and you have to rely up on the face buttons in order to move, you're freaking strafing and shit like that. It's going to be fucking bullshit. Yeah, I'm definitely like, yeah, if I do play this game, I'm just gonna play it on Game Pass because. It will actually be ported with the proper controls, like they did. With, like when they did the Perfect Dark right, HD right. remaster years ago, they actually gave it twin sticks. So, well, yeah, I'm tempted with that, you know, to where I I would like to try that on Game Pass though, but I do want to tr- play back the original copy of GoldenEye. That's a copy. That's a game I fucking still own to this day. Yeah, that and Dark, which honestly that would have been the most perfect opportunity also to announce Perfect Dark coming with that damn thing because that's another one of those shooters and stuff that rare made that was fucking fantastic for the 64 but overall though it's like i like a lot of what was announced for their classic games i mean i definitely want to play every single one of them to see how if they stack up from back then or if they actually spark my interest in wanting to finish them but i do know that mario party 2 is going to be a recommended thing for me because that game is still fun to play to this day yeah, it's just weird they just did like the the superstar one that came out last year. That's basically mm-hmm. just the like yeah, it's just like they took all the best parts of those ones and put them into a a game. Um, so yeah, I think that's kind of funny. Um, we got more from uh, Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Uh, we've heard a lot from the game already. Not really. They had the the Ubisoft thing last week that kind of already touched on all the same stuff. Uh, it's coming in October. Um, Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm, which I know is a game that you loved on 3DS Gables. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so they're coming up with a new one. Uh, 385 songs. There'll be DLC for this one you can buy. It's coming February 16th. They're going to add Near, Octopath Traveler, Live, Alive, Live Alive, and some more songs over time. Such a fantastic game. I mean, really, the 3DS ones were pretty fun. I only had the experience with uh, Theater Rhythm, Final Fantasy Curtain Call, which it had all the various music from the Final Fantasy games, plus a couple from other series. I remember maybe buying one or two tracks just like to play a little bit of Mystic Quest or play a little bit like Chrono Trigger's theme and all this other stuff. I mean, it definitely was fun to try to use like the little buttons and a little stylus and stuff on certain aspects of it. But it's one of those rhythm games to where it's so easy to pick up and just get immersed into, especially if you love the music and especially if you love the Final Fantasy franchise in general, like I, like I would, you know, like I do. But... Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing 
I'm looking forward to seeing how this game does in February when it launches. Yeah. It's weird. It's funny, though. It's like Square Enix is the, the studio that put out, like, I think five games in the month of March. And so far, I think they've already announced four games for February just from this direct. Yep. So, yeah. speaking of games coming out from Square Enix in February, we have Octopath Traveler 2 coming. Uh, but that, funny enough, uh, that is coming to everything. Uh, I think it had, like, a 18-month or two-year exclusivity deal. The first one did to uh, yeah. the Switch. Um, and then it's, it was even on Game Pass for a while. Um, but that's coming to everything day one. So, uh, yes, it is. Next up, we had Splatoon 3. Uh, some updates on that one. The next Splatfest is coming uh, next weekend, the 23rd to 25th. And the thing is, what would you bring on Desert Island? Gear, grub, or fun? Um, it's kind of a lame. That's the, that's your first one. I do, I do admit, though, that's the first one. I do admit that that's sort of lame and stuff. On top of that, though, grub all the way. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Grub, for sure. Uh, but also, if you're on Desert Island, you need food. So, like, absolutely, it just makes a lot of sense. Uh, Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life. I didn't realize this was actually Harvest Moon. I didn't realize Harvest Moon changed their name. Um, that's coming in next summer. Uh, I actually had that game on the GameCube back in the day. Remember, I oh yeah, Magical Melody. I think it was. Uh, it was A Wonderful Life. Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life. Oh, okay. Um, okay, okay. That's when I had. Um, so I was watching that trailer. I'm like, that all looks familiar to me, but I don't. This is weird. And I didn't realize it's actually the same game. Um, but yeah, I remember I was really excited when when my cow had a baby. Um, yeah, it was, yeah. You have farm animals. My my cow gave birth to a, a little baby cow, calf. Mm. Yeah, Jesus Christ, Gables. Do you not understand how babies are born? When a man loves a woman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, front missions one, two, and three are coming to Switch. Tunic is also coming to Switch. Fists of the North Star Boxing is coming in March 2023. Uh, it's oh, a rhythm punching game. Gables, what if they Let made a... Tell you something. What if, I just got to ask a question real fast. What if they did what? a one, one Punch Man boxing rhythm game? It will just be like one tab and all of a sudden... <laughs> it's just, the game every song is just one tab. It's like, it's, yep. like the, it's like the song... Every song is like that song, Tequila, where it's just like... It's just eight minutes of playing and then tequila, but it's just like randomly one what? eight minutes, one tap. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love Fist of the North Star. I mean, I, I really do. That story is fantastic. I've watched a lot of that fucking series, but uh, I'll say it through. It was jarring to see a Fist of the North Star game or something related to that franchise appear during the Nintendo Direct. And it also had me laughing my ass off when I it was a fucking boxing exercise boxing game, like a fitness boxing game, yeah, a fitness boxing game and stuff. Like, yeah, go ahead and like exercise against like routines against like characters like Jaggy. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I just see Kenshiro just go for just bobbing and weaving and stuff and like just dipping into the patterns. <laughs> just. I, oh, dude. I, 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 it's gonna I, hopefully I if, if it sells well good for them. Uh, I am not. If a, it sells well, yeah, that's fine. That's fine though. But at the same time, if you own, if you if you want to go with a game that is underrated and stuff, uh, Lost Paradise, Fist of the North Star, Lost Paradise. It's styled after the Yakuza game, so uh, yeah, oh, okay. it's pretty fun. Uh, next up, Xenoblade Chronicles Three, uh, Wave Two, or Wave. Yeah, Wave 2, sorry. Uh, it's coming on October 13th. Um, there will be a Wave 3. Um, it's crazy. That game came out like two less than two months ago, and it's already got uh-huh. the second wave coming out. Um, Jesus. 
Fatal Frame Mask of the Lunar Eclipse is coming uh, later this um, next. Oh, I'm sorry, next year. Uh, it's a Wii, it's a remake of the of a Wii game, and I believe that game never came here to the United States. That's correct. So, at first, I thought it was the one that came to Wii U, but I was like, wait, they already put that one on the on the on the Switch and everything else. But uh, um, yeah. this game leaked beforehand, uh, but it takes two. It is coming to Switch November fourth. Uh, speaking of like much like Sifu, that game looks rough, um, but uh, it does have online co-op, which is good. Um, just good luck with that, I guess. Uh, Gable's the final two announcements uh, we're going to talk about here. Final okay. Engage coming uh, January twentieth, twenty twenty three. Uh, that's the one that like it's been reportedly done for over a year. Emily Rogers, right. who's a really good uh, Nintendo leaker, even like posted pictures of the game, and there was that girl with the Pepsi hair, uh, and we saw the girl Her with the Pepsi hair. Didn't really post the pictures. I mean, it was somebody else that leaked a lot of those pictures. Oh, okay. Collaborated like uh, by Emily, Emily Rogers, like, hey, this is new to me and stuff, and uh, it matched a lot of the stuff that she was talking about from her initial, from her initial like uh, coverage of the rumors in regards yeah. to Fire Emblem. Yeah. So uh, that's coming. Um, Martha's in the game. Looks like they're bringing back a bunch of old characters. Looks like, it's almost like a Fire Emblem oh, yeah. Warrior game, but it's actually a Fire Emblem game. Um, I do like the fact they're basically just stealing the story of uh, Breath of the Wild, where it's like you've been asleep for a thousand years. <laughs> so, uh, again, again, that's sort of like a that's sort of like a one of the tropes and stuff. I I, I know Jeez. it's just funny though because it's like yeah. your biggest game on the on the Switch or like maybe Nintendo level ever is like about a hero that slept for a hundred years. And then, like, right, like you start the the direct off with this game, and then you end with the sequel to that game. Uh, so I don't know. I thought that was really funny. It's like, oh, this all sounds really familiar. What I will say though is the game itself, the way it was unveiled, and the things about the gameplay and everything else, I think it looks pretty good. And but at the same time and stuff, I kind of think back to uh, when Three Houses was first announced and stuff. Like people were excited that a Fire Emblem game was being announced back then, but at the same time, people were kind of like hesitant of it at first because of uh, the whole introduction of houses and everything else. And then months passed and stuff. We saw more gameplay of it, and I'm becoming one of the best games on Switch. <laughs> but uh, with this game, yeah, this definitely has my attention. I think it looks great in regards to what we did see, and also in regards to like uh, the past references to different Fire Emblem characters like uh, Marth is the most predominant one and stuff from the original Fire Emblem and also the third one those ones were were like Japan only unless you unless you were pretty stealthy back around 2020 or 2021 and stuff and got uh, Shadow Dragon the NES yeah they ported here for like three months yeah no shit right the super secret freaking selective shit but uh there were characters like that. It showcased some other characters like from uh, like Shadows of Valencia for the 3DS. The One of the characters from there and stuff. Another character from a classic Fire Emblem game, Sigurd, was also inside. Looked like a representative and stuff. But the interesting part about it is like this whole gimmick between the characters tying into like a unif- like unifying or something with like like past characters and then having both character strengths in order to use inside a battle so i'm kind of interested in the direction where they take that because we could see potentially more characters i said like ike or like roy or freaking 
some of the multitude other ones we've seen in other Smash games. You know, you don't, <laughs> you you can't really dismiss that possibility. But uh, I think it's gonna be interesting. Plus, that thing is gonna be coming out like around freaking February, dude. That really January twentieth. Oh, January twentieth. Yeah, yeah, that's right. January twentieth. I fucking mixed that up with the fucking Square Enix games. What the fuck? Yeah, all eighteen anyway. of them. <laughs> all, yeah, uh, all the all the Square Enix games and all of the anime farming games with Square Enix making half of them are all coming in February. So yeah, January twentieth. So it's like October, November, December. Four months. It's like it's like four months. Yeah, four months. <laughs> What'd you think about it? I'm not a Fire Emblem guy, so I'm just happy for Fire Emblem fans. You know, uh, but, you know they didn't get a Warriors game, so good for them. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, but it's only been. A little over three years since the first one or the last one, uh, but yeah. Gables, the real finale of the whole ordeal of the direct, mm-hmm. we got a little, little bit more gameplay from Zelda Tears of the Kingdom coming May twelfth. Um, we we haven't had the full blowout yet. We've just been getting little teases here, the little cock teases us, you know. Um, but uh, we got to see uh, Link jump off a platform, much like uh, it's in Skyward Sword. Um, and he landed on like a little flying mantis looking motherfucker. Uh, we got the title. A lot of teases with some hieroglyphics there. Those are like seven tiers. Yes. It's that seven kingdoms. The tiers look just like the the things from uh, Skyward Sword. Um, does that mean there's seven tiers because there's seven there dungeons? Is... A lot of theories out there. Yeah, um, there are. And yeah. what's notable is like there is a lot of like indications of callbacks from Skyward Sword, so yeah. I don't think it's a coincidence that we got the remaster of like uh, Skyward Sword earlier on like this year, yeah. <laughs> and then this game because it's probably going to be tying a lot more back to Skyward Sword than we probably even realize. Yeah. So, uh, but coming May twelfth, um, a little later, I think we initially thought, but. There was a lot. I think there wasn't rumors, but I think a lot of the vibes overall were a lot of people were thinking that maybe it was coming out like in fall of next year. So it kind of split the middle a little bit. My theory was March third because it was the seventh anniversary of the or the sixth anniversary rather of the, uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild and the Switch. But yeah. uh, off by a couple months. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I mean, we haven't. Had, I just. We haven't had the full blowout yet, so it's hard to get, like, I mean, obviously you're excited because it's the sequel to one of the greatest games of all time, um, yep. but it's just, like, we haven't, like, we haven't seen it all yet. We've just been getting little things here, like, very specific things that they want to show us, uh, and we haven't got much else. So, uh, but, I mean, Gibbles, what was your, th- overall, it was about a 44-minute direct. What was your thoughts on it? All right, so there were some things I did like about it. Obviously, they started strong with uh, unveiling the new Fire Emblem game, Fire Emblem Engage, and then they ended strong with with uh, Tears of the Kingdom, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom at the end of it. In regards to the content that appealed to me, there obviously were a couple things that did appear to me, like the Nintendo like uh, online stuff, the freaking 64 games, and like yep. some of the other... There were some aspects of... You know, Octopath Traveler 2, that was cool, this and that. But yet, a lot of it was just content that I wasn't really pers- interested in. Yeah. Or maybe ha- maybe a passing interest in, in that regards. I felt like this, in regards to the lead-up to this Direct in general, you know, where people have been literally, like, uh, just chomping at the teeth for the next major Direct and stuff. I could, I could tell that some people were sort of disappointed and stuff, like, within this Direct and stuff. 
for myself, you know, I did get a lot of the different things that uh, I was looking forward to. Like, I was looking to see if Fire Emblem was going to be announced, if we're going to hear more information of uh, the next Zelda game, which we did. But overall, I thought this Direct was at least a 7.5 at best for me, because even though that I felt like that it was good, it didn't really cater to... It catered to, like, a specific subset of people that were really into, like, say, the RPG stuff, but also, like, the farming simulator mm. stuff. I mean, the specific niche of of those games intertwined with, like, major first-party stuff like Fire Emblem and then Zelda and blah, blah, blah. But uh, it was predominantly interesting seeing a lot of, like, various... Like, various stuff, not just exercise games and stuff, but even like the N64 stuff because yeah. the N64 stuff like with GoldenEye that was one of the best highlights in my opinion because it's like not only did we get a list of what's going to be coming out like the next god almost like the next freaking like nine months six worth eight, six to nine months worth of 64 games but that also kind of tells us is they're you know what if they're putting out that and stacked in like stagnating those releases like they are then uh they're probably getting close to maybe and i'm speculating at this point they're probably getting close to probably wrapping up the 64 support well this. i mean they a couple more games and they can push that out to you know this time next year so yeah um yeah but um yeah i thought it was fine um it's definitely like you said it's very it was it felt for a very specific crowd it might my one complaint is like the one we had in June, I know it was a partnership one, but it was like all anime. It was very Japanese anime focused. Yeah. A lot of those were farming games and simulator games. And we've got yes. a bunch more here. Um, I just felt like we had a lot more of the headlines. Let's, let's talk about this for a minute, 90 seconds, move on to the next day. Minute, 90 seconds, talk about this thing, move on to the next day. Ports and anime farming simulators, which, hey, if you're a fan of those, that's cool for you. Um, just a very niche crowd. Uh Yes. Or maybe it's way bigger than we think. I don't know. Um, but uh, if you're a fan of those games, you're going to be you're, you're going to be swimming in uh, those type of games. But um, yeah, like it just it always kind of matters. Like, do the big the big games announced click with you? Like, and the big ones in this was like the, the expansion pack, uh, Pikmin Four, uh, Final Fan or not Final Fantasy, uh, uh, Fire Emblem, and uh, Zelda. And it was like for me, it's like literally nothing clicked for me. And Kirby, I guess, too. Um, none of those things oh, yeah. clicked for me until literally the last 90 seconds. Um, it was just, I was like, just kind of like, well, all right, well, I'm live streaming this. It's kind of, all right, this is not clicking for me. We're just getting a lot of, okay, well, all right, we're, oh, another another uh, anime farm game. Okay, cool. Um, but, uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying to be down on it, but it, it didn't click with me. I don't know. How, like uh, For me personally, I guess it would be like a, like a six point five out of out of ten. I think for me, Breath of uh, or, yeah, the, that's understandable. I keep on saying Breath of the Wild too, but it's Tears of the Kingdom now. We gotta get used to that. Um, but uh, that saved it for me. But yeah, it's like, but there's definitely been directs in the past where like, I like there's like five things that came out. But I'm like, oh, that looked awesome. And there's been ones in the past where like we watch it. and I'm like, people loved it, and nothing clicked for me. So um, yep. definitely feels like you know uh, one of those ones for for a lot of people. So, uh, but Gables, we need to move on because. Uh, there was another big uh, uh, state of play this week as well. Uh, announced yeah, on the same was. day. Um, 
This one was about 20 minutes. They said they were going to focus on 10 games, which they did. Uh, started off big. with uh, So the state of plays for a long time have been pretty lackluster. Unless they were like, they'd have game-specific ones where like, here's the Horizon state of play. Here's the Ghost of Tsushima state of play. Here's the Last of Us state of play. Blah, blah, Ghost, you know, Ghost War Tokyo, blah, blah. Um, the last one we had in June was the first one where I'm like, that was fucking awesome. Um, they revealed like Street Fighter VI. Um, we had like a their get got a war trailer. I believe it was in. Oh no, it wasn't. Um, God, what else was in that? There was a, it was a big one though. I remember, it was a really really good one. And now I'm blanking on all the. But it was all third party focus shit. But it was like the first right. one where we're like, oh my god. Uh, and I feel like they're kind of continuing that now. Or now they've kind of set a standard, almost. Uh, you know, one one's a fluke, two's a trend. Um, starting off here though with Tekken Eight coming. Uh, it was revealed. Uh, no uh, release date wasn't shared or anything like that. But I think they did say 2023. Um, this is an Unreal Engine 5. They did say it's not, uh, it's mostly CGI, but it kind of gives you an idea of what everybody's, what, what it's going to look like. Uh, looked gorgeous. Um, you guys obviously take it with a grain of salt. There's no HUD. There's anything like that. It's CGI stuff, but, uh, uh, people seem, I'm not a fighting guy, but, uh, people seem pretty excited about this. Oh, no shit. Because that game looked fucking clean, dude. I mean, the whole unveiling of it, the I know there was a lot of CGI stuff that was intertwined with it, but them showcasing the end, like the actual gameplay of some of the in-engine stuff that they are experimenting with at this point in time, it looked phenomenal in regards to what we did see. Also, in regards to like uh, like a potential things where hey, it's hinting at maybe we'll learn a little bit more soon. Obviously, they teased that and stuff. I thought it was a fucking excellent way to do the whole introductory things for that state of play. Because it's like you have a huge heavy hitter right there in Tekken 8 and stuff. We only heard a little bit of tidbits from that from uh, last Evo and stuff closing out. Like Evo. Yeah. <laughs> like a couple months ago. And then all of a sudden like seeing a bit of the gameplay footage. I mean, yeah, man. I mean, fighting game fans, especially like uh, some of the major YouTubers, so like Maximilian Dude and like those stuff. These guys were fucking just losing their shit, just like watching this stuff because for a long time, so the Tekken games, especially Tekken Seven and like Tekken Six and stuff, these were games that did not look like the current generation style of stuff. You know, even with Tekken Seven, it did not look like like a next generation game. Tekken Eight is exciting a lot of people because this does look like a next generation fighting game. <laughs> And they're not using like the same like type of engine that they were initially for the last couple of ones. Yeah. So sky's the limit in regards to what they're going to go forth and do. Not just for an artistic style, but also in terms of like some of the gameplay style stuff that they're going to do. And that's the most exciting part about this is like the speculation in regards to what are they going to go forth and add in for this game in particular. You know, is there going to be like different types of like finishers because it was hinted at in that trailer to where when uh, devil gene used like a almost like a straight rushing fist or something like that 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 could be like a play upon actual finishers for tekken which granted there have been some types that would be reminiscent of specials inside of a tekken before but they're not really the traditional stuff but uh yeah it was interesting watching that stuff yeah <laughs> um we had some uh, PSVR 2 stuff here. Uh, Star Wars Tales from Galaxy's Edge um, and Demio, which is like a D&D style game. Uh, those are already out on like the Quest and other things, but uh, they're being ported to the PSVR 2. Um, 
Yaku- Yakuza's uh, Ishin spinoff game uh, is getting a release for the first time here in the West. I believe it was a 2012 game. Um, takes place in, like, I think, like 1800 Japan. Um, it is coming here. It's coming in 2020 or February 2023. It's coming to PS4 and PS5. Um, it's called Like a Dragon Ishin. They've actually announced that they are essentially dropping the Yakuza name. It's going to be called Like a Dragon from now on after uh, the the launch game for Xbox, uh, Like a Dragon. Um, so, oh, kind of interesting. Uh, that more makes if sense. Or if it's just more so they don't want to... The actual Yakuza kind of thing. I'm not sure. Um, it could but, be also play upon that too, but let me tell you something, man. From the trailer we saw from the... from, like, Ishin and stuff, that looked pretty fucking good. Oh, yeah. I mean, that looked crazy. I mean, obviously you have some of the class... You have some of the character. You have a lot of the freaking characters or something like that from the past like Yakuza games and stuff present in particular in front and center but uh, it has me kind of excited because this looks like a, a crazy Yakuza style game inside of like a, a feudal Japan <laughs> yeah uh, if, if you are someone that's been wanting Assassin's Creed style games in Japan uh, we're swimming now it's much like a farming uh, anime farming games um, now there's a ton of those uh, after Ghosts, and then we're going to get an Assassin's Creed one, and then uh, now we're getting this one, and we're going to get another one here I'm going to talk about later. Um, mm-hmm. But then we had uh, another little thing from Hogwarts Legacy that's coming in February as well, I believe. Uh, they announced there's yeah. going to be an exclusive quest to PlayStation, which is weird because it's, a, I believe, a PlayStation exclusive game. I, I think it's PC and PlayStation. Um, I could be wrong. Maybe it is coming to Xbox. But, uh, I thought it was uh, coming to Switch as well. Oh, you're right. So maybe it is crossed. It, it, it's just, oh, I'm sorry. PlayStation has the exclusivity to the, like, advertisement. That's what it is. Thank you, Gables. I see. Uh, but, yeah, whatever. Um, I just, the more they show, the less I'm just like, the first time they showed that game off, I'm like, this looks kind of cool. And then it's just like, the more I see of it, I'm just like, eh. Uh, I mean, I, I felt the same way about Deadpool, or Deadpool, Deathloop, and I love that game. Um but I don't know. The more I see this game, I just don't really. I the less I understand what this game is. Um, next up, uh, Pacific Drive uh, is coming. Uh, they showed this off. This is a they're calling it a road like. Um, it's taking place in like uh, I believe Olymp- Olympia, Olympic Washington, Gables. Oh, Olympia, Washington. Yeah, so that's actually where it's supposed to take place at. So uh, your neck the of the woods. Washington. Is it okay? <laughs> I don't um, Gables. Geography, not my strong suit. Um, <laughs> most of learning, not my strong suit. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's coming out. Uh, I believe they said next year. It's like it's a roguelike, but they're like I said they're calling it a roguelike. Um, it looks like like it's like post-apocalyptic. Um, you just you gotta drive, take care of your car, don't die, and if you die, you gotta do it all over again. Apparently, um, yeah, you know, they have a whole story mode around it and stuff like that. I it looked almost like a like the car looked like a, it was like an old sedan. It looked like a Ecto one almost to me. I almost, thought. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, oh shit, is this like a we're like we like teasing the ghost? No, it's not a Ghostbusters game. Uh, they announced the St- PlayStation Stars loyalty program is starting next hour this month actually. Um, they told everybody to go look at the blog post if you care about that. They have like <laughs> um, cool digital like art pieces you can get that are not NFTs. So whatever. Um, Sin Duality is a game from uh, Bandai Namco. That's the one that's like a third-person shooter with mech game. Um, mm. That's coming 2023. Um, I don't know. Do you have anything to add on one of Gables? 
Not really. Okay, I barely. I remember that game, but I bet nothing stuck out. To I me. barely even remember it. I mean, oh. I remember the, maybe the name of it because it was kind of odd. But it's kind of a cool name. I thought it was kind of a cool name, yeah. but the game on um, mechs and anime, nah, not my thing. But Gable is a game that might be my thing. A uh, game that was shown off in 2020 at the, one of the first PlayStation showcases, coming uh, or finally shown again here in 2022. It was called Project Eve. Uh, it's called now officially called Stellar Blade. Um, it looks like yes. um, they are making. I can't remember. It's like Second Run Studios, I believe is what it's called. Um, if I remember that correctly, uh, it looks like they just tried their best to make a uh, platinum games near Automata game, where even you have like a little robot that shoots for you off to the yep. side. Look badass, but Gables, I got one major complaint. And what's that? Why are the boobs jiggling so much, Gables? <laughs> What what are we doing here? I want to play the game. I don't want to want like I, I look. I love boobs just as much as anybody else in this world does. Um, but can I just play this game and not feel like a bit? I just hate it. I hate it when they do it. Like can I turn, uh, at least make an option if I could turn it off? Um, is it funny that I never? Sweater. I didn't even notice it up until people just had to point it out. Oh God, it stood out to me. Like I thought I was watching a Dead or Alive beach volleyball gables on over all over again. Um, there was like one point that she's fighting. I'm just like, gee, I can't even watch. I had to like watch the trailer a second time and like pay attention to the moves. I'm like, this is nuts. And not like in a creepy way, just like I'm creeped out by this. This is making me uncomfortable. Um, but uh, I don't know. The game looks awesome. The, uh, look, I mean, it looks like they just made a near Automata game. It even kind of sounds like near. Uh, like, you know, if we can get another company out there that can make badass platinum style games, uh, that's not platinum because in mean, platinum, so hit or miss with their games. Um, this is awesome. This game looks great. I want to play it. Uh, just please. I'm in agreement with you. Please, please let me just turn off that option for boobly jig. Uh, you know, boobly. I almost said jiggly puff, <laughs> jiggly boobs. <laughs> um, it it just kind of it just threw me off. 2022. Please turn off your jiggly puffs, please. Yes. Can you uh, can you uh. Puff your jiggles, please. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> what is happening anymore? Uh, this podcast is weird. Um, next up, though, the Neo developers announced, uh, this is Team Ninja, they are working on an open-world samurai game. Good, because don't have any of those. Yeah. Called Rise of Ronin. Uh, coming in PS uh, to PS5. It's actually, so Stellar Blade and Rise of Ronin are PS5 console exclusives, so that probably means they're coming to PC as well. Um, this is supposed to come out in 2024, so we'll just call it 2025. And um, it looks literally like, uh, like you, like it looks exactly like an Assassin's Creed game set in Japan. Um, yep, it does. On top of that, it kind of definitely has plenty of hints from Neo. That's for sure. Yeah. So uh, the game looks great, um, but obviously it's multiple years off. But Gables, we had the one final thing. Mm-hmm. The one final thing. We're getting a fucking God of War controller cables. You see that bad boy? <laughs> you see that? Yes, bad boy? I did. I like yeah. that controller, Tyler. Yeah, cables. It looks, uh, it looks cool as fuck. Um, but um, the big thing, cables. Yeah, we had a God of War story trailer. Um, it's two minutes, thirty-six seconds long. Um, I know because I watched it. 25 times probably um i'm gonna put it in the pathian of one of the greatest video game trailers of all time 
and I don't think I'm being hyperbolic by that. It's gonna. I don't know if it tops the Breath of the Wild trailer when they uh, gave a date for Breath of the Wild at the Nintendo Switch announcement thing. When they yeah. Did it with that, that was that's to me like whenever I've had a bad day, I pop that thing on and I just feel hyped again. Like I could run through a wall. I feel it makes me feel like the Kool Aid Man. Um, but my God, um, what a fucking trailer this is! I I had I rewatched Absolutely. it. Over and over again, there's so many fucking things in there that like that were there were scenes like what's okay, what's going on here? There's like what the fuck's going on with the jellyfish? We have yeah, like even fucking watched it five times, dude. <laughs> what? I even watched it more than like once, dude. I think I've watched it like I guess all five or six times. Oh man, you can't, how can you not? Like, it, oh my, what, what, I can't well remember. Executed, yes, I can't remember the quote where he's like, um, he's like they they worry about him dying. He's like death. Um, I, I can't really hear the but Kratos had a badass quote about about death um, and how it'll be worthy like I can't remember the quote now but it was, I don't want to butcher it dude it's like that one scene in the trailer and stuff where he, the kid shoots the freaking arrow into the sky and stuff and that whole scene Atreus like, the, yeah Skull and Hathi exactly and then you look like it's the sun or something that's zipping across yeah. or something like that the moon yeah so if you allow me to nerd out for a minute here Gables that's Skull and Hathi um yeah. They are the two wolves that are forever chasing the sun and the moon. Um, yeah. So we we see the solar eclipse. We see uh, Atreus shoot shoot an arrow up in the sky. I'm not sure why he's doing that, but then we see the the wolf go after it. So those wolves, when they uh, catch the sun and the moon, that's what triggers um, yeah. Ragnarok, the world ending. Uh, oh, wow. So that's my. And we saw in the first trailer. That they had like the little sled thing they're pulling, and there's two wolves there, and people were like, "Is that Skull and Hati?" And maybe that is Skull and Hati. I don't know, uh, but uh, that's pretty badass. Like, okay, that that was a that shot alone is puts that in the top ten. That was a beautiful shot. Um, we see him. We we see them uh, getting Tyr, who's the god of war of the Norse mythology, uh, who was right. a big the big topic um, of the first game in 2018. Um, they save him. Uh, we see we see a bunch of different like there's the nine realms. We see some sneak peeks at a bunch of different realms, which is pretty pretty cool. We see Freya. She rips the mistletoe off of Atreus's neck, which I don't want to spoil. 2018 for people haven't played 2018, but that's a big important deal. Um, uh, you know, I want I want I was hoping we could see Fren- Fenrir, uh, the the big wolf dog. Um, that and uh, I don't want man. It's so hard not to talk about without spoiling. Uh, but it's it's funny because like it's Norse mythology, literally thousands of years old. But I don't want to spoil yep. that for people. Uh, but uh, we got we got a sneak peek of Odin. We heard him talking for the first time. Uh, we saw the battle of Thor. Um, they threw the fucking goddamn uh, Leviathan axe, and um, I can never remember the name of Thor's weapon. And I don't know why, but they've thrown it. They fucking collide. But what's cool thing is is that Thor he snaps to call back. His hammer, which is pretty badass. Um, yeah, we, we look like we got to see. We all saw the Little Mermaid. People are thinking that's like the goddess of the sea in Norse mythology. Um, my God, there's so many cool fucking things in this goddamn trailer. Like, did we get to meet Scott? Oh no shit! Uh, what's his name? Skurg? Kurg? He is the fire uh, giant that actually ends up destroying all of um, basically all the realms. Uh, cause we see them, we see them go to Misselheim, which is yeah. the, like the fire world, which we went to in, uh, the first game that was like the trials area though. We just fought a bunch of ways of enemies. Um, we saw the, um, 
the Valkyries show up. That was pretty fucking awesome, which is weird because we killed all of them in the first game. So I'm wondering how that's going to work out. Um, but uh, yeah, I've watched it over and over again. And um, um, it's why, I mean, it's a sequel to the, it's like, I, I said it last year when I replayed it, um, I think January of last year, that this was officially my favorite game of all time. Uh, and it's a sequel to my favorite game of all time. And I can't wait. Uh, and I'm buying, even though I just bought a fucking goddamn pink controller for my PS5. <laughs> I now have three controllers. I'm buying this one. I'm buying it. I don't care. It's mine. Uh, it's got school hotsy on it. I got to buy it. Um, so, oh my God. Um, I thought this state of play was very, very, very good. Um, the Rise of Ronin looks pretty cool. Stellar Blade looks really cool. Um, like a Dragon Ishin. Not, not for me. Looks really cool. Tekken 8. It was really cool. I just feel like, you know, like the problem with the direct was it was like 45, 40, 45 minutes. And it just was a lot of fluff in there. Like, um, you know, like it was still, it was still shorter. It's not as bad as the Ubisoft one was. Uh, but like the big shit was like, just kind of really spread out. And this one was 20 minutes and it was boom, 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 boom. And ended with one of the greatest trailers of all time. So I, just for the fact that it was half the length, is better, but like the fact that they only spent, they only talk about ten games, and really like seven games because they just kind of flew through the VR games like real fast. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I enjoyed overall the state of play more, but that, a lot of that too is because obviously God of War, but also the games connected with me a lot more than the direct games did. What was your thoughts though on the uh, state of play? You know what? With the state of play, I kind of had like the same feelings as I did with the direct. You know, where it started and ended like with bangers. You know, it started mm-hmm. with Tekken Eight and it ended with a banger that like God of War Ragnarok and like everything else that preceded. Like, you know, before that, you know, like the controller reveal. I fucking love that controller. The whole ice blue and white type of stuff. I love that thing. You know, the trailer mm-hmm. with uh, with Kratos and stuff and Atreus and stuff and all the mentions in the Norse like mythology, like the characters of the gods and this and that mm-hmm. and like all that stuff i loved that trailer watched it multiple times as well and stuff there were some other aspects i did like from this state of play as well i mean obviously like that each that stellar blade stellar blade looked fucking fantastic i mean ishin that was pretty cool it's like another yakuza game blah, 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 and so on and so forth and stuff and then like the last ronin yeah the last ronin that one was that one looked pretty interesting itself, but other than that, though, it's like I didn't really. That there were definitely plenty that I was not appealed, like, have any type of like uh, inclination to wanted to go forth and try. You know, like the PSVR two games that are like going through, I had no interest in that. Hogwarts Legacy, no, nothing really interests me in with that one and stuff. And even though they had like other types of like, types of like, uh, JRPGs things, like say the. Well, what was that one like the sinduality or something like dual sin sinduality <laughs> sinduality yeah yeah cool name though but yeah at the same time and stuff i have absolutely no interest in playing it from what i did see from its reveal trailer and like the thing about it is like i kind of feel like with like both nintendo direct and state of play they had their interesting moments that we did we do remember and stuff and a lot and both actually ended upon memorable like trailers and stuff you know so mm-hmm. i kind of feel like that the state of plays a 7.5 with me as well yeah i mean i feel like it's like a balance between the two to where it's like there were some great things inside both 
but at the same time, there was nothing, like, really over or really, like, incredibly under. I felt like it was, like, bang in the middle. Like, both the State of Play and the Nintendo Direct were fan- were pretty good, in my mm-hmm. honest opinion, stuff. But uh, I will say, though, with the State of Play and stuff, it's like, I am excited. I really am excited to what it's going to be on the PS5, not only just in the next few months and stuff, but also in twenty. 20- 23 as well especially with fucking Tekken 8 dude yeah well it's kind of like I talked about last week where it's like we don't really know a lot after this year um yeah. we, we know about breath the breath of the wild sequel tears of kingdom now uh but we don't really know anything uh really and we still don't really know a lot from nintendo after that we literally don't no, know anything don't. after that but they at least filled in a lot of gaps between now and then and uh playstation they've announced at least a few more things are coming after then, but we don't really have a lot more stuff imminent. I do have the quote here, though. I was talking about from Kratos. Death can have me when it earns me. And that's the coolest fucking thing I have ever heard anybody <laughs> ever say. Uh, death can have me when it earns me. What a fucking motherfucking G. But Gables. Damn, that's, that's a fucking legendary quote. Too. Yeah. Put that on my tombstone. Uh, I guess I'll all be dead, so it did earn me. But uh, uh, it's probably the Starbucks that took me out uh, in the end. Um, but Gables, um, let's move on to what we've been playing because we're running a little long Got here. Uh, I, I've only, I've, I've, I'm not gonna spend too much time on this. I, uh, I beat Last of Us Part One. Good. It's one of the greatest games of all time. Uh, you already know that. I've been talking about it the last couple of weeks. Beat that. Fantastic. Um, I did upgrade to PlayStation Extra though. Okay. Uh, it was it was like fifty bucks for me to to get for like I have until March I think of twenty twenty four so I just upgraded for the next two years. Uh, I started playing Stray, um, the game, the cat game. Uh, I'm only yeah. like an hour in though, so uh, but I'm enjoying it so far. He's very cute. Uh, I can meow one thing is I can scratch uh, the carpet and couches was really fun. Uh, and Gables, dog have a reaction to it? Oh, he's not happy about it at all. He was not happy about it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, he he eventually got over it, but he was not happy about it initially. Yeah, what? he's like, what? Uh, eventually, he's like, what the fuck? And I was like, fuck off. Um, but um, I did learn though, Gables. If I was if I was ever a cat in a past or future life, if reincarnation is a real thing, um, I would definitely be the asshole cat because I knocked everything off the fucking counter that I could. Uh, every time I hear a radio playing, I turn it off. Um, I'm a dickhead uh, in this game, but uh, it's 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 a pretty fun game. Um, but that's. Like I said, I've only played like an hour of it. I don't want to talk about it too much. I'll talk about. I'm gonna play. I heard it's a pretty like short game. It could be like four or five hours. So I'm gonna play some more throughout the next week. Um, and I'll talk about it next week. But Gables, you bought Splatoon three. Tell me about it, buddy. Yes, I did. Yeah, I bought Splatoon three. I'm over ten hours into the game. I've played through. I've played through a lot of the single player aspect of it. I played some bit of the multiplayer stuff aspect of it. And I will say this person starting it's like this single player in regard to splatoon 3 this is definitely the best of what i've played initially with splatoon previously the first and the second both had like good campaigns the second one obviously it's fresh in my mind because i played through that single player like a few months ago but uh what i do like upon the changes upon splatoon 3 single player is it's more or less like it has a lot more different gimmicks in regards to each stage you go through. So, like, for example, you're not going to, say, do what you did in Splatoon 2, where it's, like, it has the option where you can finish the le- the level with every single, like, weapon or this and that. 
only to get rewarded with like maybe some multiplayer gear. You know, there's none of that type of bullshit. But for this, for this single player and stuff, you're basically going through. You have a couple different stages to where it's more or less structured, sort of like with the Octopath expansion, to where you have this sort of like a toll, like a little toll booth or something like that. You get to select what type of weapons or something you go before like uh, the mission starts. So the maximum amount of weapons you can like pick in like some levels are like th- one of three. Which that's a lot more digestible, meaning they've cut down the fat and some of that other stuff that was unnecessary from the previous single player. And instead, like, really focused upon a level design based upon the three weapons they give you in some of that level stuff. Because you'll have gimmicks like that where you have to finish it, like, with uh, three weapons. And then you'll have others to where they'll introduce you to different types of, uh, different types of abilities or different types of, like, uh, gears and stuff like that. Like, for example, it's like you, there's this one mission that's structured after the Octo Tank. And this freaking tank is pretty fun because you can actually curl up into a ball and crawl up walls and stuff like that. Roll up walls. And if you hold down the right trigger and stuff like that, you're going to go like a multi shot, like like a freaking chain, like a machine gun and stuff. That thing is a blast to play online against random people, too. Because I've literally had online matches to where I've used that freaking tank. And I roll up into their base and stuff like that. And I just wait for them to scout it. And it only lasts for maybe like about 30 seconds, mind you. And I have the tr- I have my freaking finger right on the trigger and stuff. I took out like about two people at one time at one point for a match. That was pretty fucking hilarious. But uh, one thing I'll also say about the single player. Well, another thing that's different about it is you actually get to collect... a the collecting things that you get throughout this game from like decorations for your locker to the sardiniums to the piece of paper that go into much of the backstory you can actually use a lot of the collectibles you get in order to level up specific aspects of your gear and also for your small fry that little salmonoid like little guy that accompanies you throughout the journey i like that because you get rewarded not only for collecting those, but you actually get rewarded for, like, covering everything with ink in the main, like, sites, the main suites and stuff like that. So each site and stuff, you can, the more you use your freaking, like, uh, your gun in order to cover things and stuff, you'll, the more rewards you'll actually get in sort of these specific type of tokens to where if you fully complete it, that's, like, one token. I think I'm up to, like, about 48 <laughs> at this point thing about it is, is like you use those tokens in combination with like the sardinium stuff that you collect through each like uh, site to upgrade these specific gears from like upgrading how much how much you can actually like hold for like your ink tank or something or how or even in another instance and stuff where you can have like small fry learn like a different ability or have more health stuff or less of a respawn time if he like uh, like bites the big one or some of that stuff it's that type of example right there that makes it much more engaging and makes me want to go forth and cover every single site like with ink that I see or every freaking stage I want to cover everything with ink because I'm getting constantly rewarded from that feel. At the same time, my my freaking like skill tree that I have is already halfway completed. <laughs> and uh, I'm at site three at this moment in time i've went through the complete entirety of the first and second the first and second like sites and stuff i've had a couple different boss battles and stuff and i've really enjoyed my time 
the last boss battle I have a chance to play against is like is like uh against one of the other like uh oh here's the thing the members of deep cut and stuff that you see throughout the stuff they're actually there's a little miniature spoiler for those that uh, if you don't want to listen stuff a little bit but uh three two one you actually get to face those members of deep cut inside of boss battles in that game and what's kind of hilarious about it is is like this boss that i was facing off against it's off uh, the one that's like in a yellow costume, Fry, I think her name is. And her specialty is sort of like a dance with like uh, these eels. So it's like you have these like you have these specific type of like uh, dances, right? To where she has three stages of it. And the last one, she actually summons like 100 eels and go around around you and stuff. And if you don't like take out the ones with the sunglasses on them and stuff at the right time, then it'll actually keep going and recycling that's the into like the the next stage of the dance and whatsoever but the only way you can actually beat her is by taking out the ones the eels with the sunglasses that they're wearing sunglasses and that way they go back to her and just knock her down you can just splatter into all this shit but uh the music is fantastic my times with online my times playing the game online yes there has been a bit of a mixed bag with some aspects of it like with uh, the first initial launch, the first initial launch week and stuff, there were some aspects of connecting errors and stuff. When the patch 1.1.1, I think it is, released like about a day or two later and stuff, it did fix some aspects of like the connection and stuff. But you will be get, if you are inside of like a match in Splatoon 3 or some, if say a player like quits, or something like that, or somebody on the other team like quits and stuff like that. That person in general gets rewarded, like gets a gets dubbed a loss and stuff for the players that drop out and stuff. But it has no ramifications upon everybody like around them. But what I don't like about it is you don't even have a chance to play the match. It'll just the match will just immediately end right there, and then you have to go into the queue in order to try to go forth and do another match or whatever. I kind of would have liked it if they just would have put in like a. Like a couple of different bots or something that they can go forth and help you out throughout that uh, match, you know, or have yeah. the aspect to where you can join mid match or something and then like have it that way. Yeah, because I think the first game or the second game, one of those had that same option where, yeah, you would just either continue on without that person or someone can join your game mid game. Um, yeah, and it would suck if like you were, uh, you know, if, like it's four v four and one of your people leave and then it's like three v four, it's two v four, and it's just like. Well, I'm just gonna yeah. get my ass whooped for the for the re- remainder of this game. So well, that's the thing, though. It's like I can understand why Nintendo opted to do this route and stuff because you don't want the aspect of being like, say, four on two or four on one, like some other multiplayer yeah. games do have. But then again, if you're gonna go forth and have that type of stuff, if you're gonna go ahead and like have, like have to stop the match completely. I mean, there's really no excuse not to try at least having a couple of AI, like, character yeah. substitute no. the entire match, you know? I, mean, I would much rather have the 2v4 than, especially when there's, like, 30 seconds left in the game and it drops and it's like, cool, now yeah. nobody gets any points or credit for anything. You know, right, it's like, right. Yeah, it's very frustrating. It's like, I mean, it's, especially with Nintendo's online, it's like, in, there's no Ethernet cable adapter built well, into yeah, the yeah. Switch, so... But what I can say is stuff is like those those like players dropping out of matches. It only happened to me like maybe a couple of times max. There was one time where it's like maybe two disconnects in a row in two different matches. 
But at the same time, for the overall experience of Splatoon 3 multiplayer, I've had a pretty positive experience, honestly. It's not like remotely like negative and some of the other online games I have played in the past. Like, for example, I think one of the more egregious ones is when I used to play Super Smash Bros. Brawl on the Wii in regards to that online stuff and how the lag and how everything else, the connection issues, that was terrible. Or hell, even for like some of the Switch on, like for some of the Smash Brothers Ult Smash Brothers thing for like the Switch and stuff, I've had issues with that too. But for Splatoon 3, you know, it runs smooth. It runs pretty smooth in regards to the whole gameplay stuff. There's not any type of noticeable lag that I can tell. But it must have some form of a rollback netcode or something for this because this feels like a different, like a better quality in terms of like what. I mean, granted, yes, there are disconnections. There are times when there will be members of the team or maybe your own team quits and then, like, everything else stops, which does suck. And then, you know, there's, like, random error messages, maybe. I've had maybe once, maybe one or two throughout the whole week that I've actually been playing it off and on online. But yet, I'm really enjoying the fucking online, though. I mean, I'm trying out the new weapons and new gears and stuff like that. I like the npcs and stuff and i even actually like decorating my little freaking locker that i have and the funniest part about it is you don't unlock access to that locker until like around four and even then i was still like where the hell's this locker at this you know for their, their town and stuff oh it's inside the lobby it's right next to this like gumball machine right but it's it's blended it's hidden so well that I literally had to look up a little, like, uh, little cue, little guide. Like, okay, where the hell's the locker at? And all of a sudden, I, all of a sudden, I find it. Like, oh, okay, that's cool. But the funnest part about that is not just you organizing, but you can actually see the lockers of everybody else that's like online at that point, like say in a lobby or this or that. And it's hilarious because sometimes you'll go and open up someone's locker and stuff, and they'll have this freaking like uh, this big old freaking like an idol or something right in the bottom of their thing and they just have everything's all like decorated and stuff like have them wear glasses have them wear that or they'll have their little weapons or some arranged in some specific way or have these stickers that's random and stuff like it's actually pretty hilarious to see what you'll come across with that stuff and let me tell you speaking of hilarious there are some posts that people make for their little image thing you know like how uh how splatoon back in the day on the wii u People would draw all these elaborate stuff and like do this and stuff with the stylus and stuff. They're doing the same thing with the Switch version here for like Splatoon 3. I'm loving a lot of like the responses. There's actually someone had posted like a little King of the Hill sort of like uh little cartoon or something, just replaced their hair like with like freaking tentacles or something like that. Like, don't forget, Blobby, you gotta ink the base. <laughs> it's just random crap like that, Tyler. That just Yeah. Adds a bit more charm, and it's actually hilarious of what some of the community will work with. Of course, you're going to get, like, some of the duds or, like, some of the more stupider ones, you know? Or Because, you know, you have you have kids mixing in with everybody else. and then, Kids like, are dumb. And, yeah, we're, yeah. yeah, sometimes kids can be dumb. I mean, they no, are dumb. we can attest to that. We were kind of dumb when we were kids. We're still dumb. Well, in some aspects, yes. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, Tyler, it's like... Yeah, there have been plenty of negative stuff that's said about the online thing for Splatoon 3. And yeah, there are some core aspects that Nintendo really does need to improve upon. But at the same time, it's like, it's not a horrible experience. I think it's I think it's pretty decent, you know? Good. It's nothing like, say, too, 
write home about as opposed to some other online games. I'm comparing Destiny 2 a little bit because that actually has a better, like, connection, sort of, like, gameplay experience for online stuff in some aspects than, say, what Splatoon 3 has. But overall, I'm loving the single player. Multiplayer is fine. And I can't wait to play more of it because I fucking want to uncover and collect everything in the single player. <laughs> huh. good, uh, yeah, that's it for me. Good. Well, I'm glad you're having fun with that one, Gables. But uh, I hope you guys had fun with this episode. Um, if you did, please like, follow, subscribe. Uh, we are everywhere. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, Twitter, all those places. Uh, look down on those show notes. You'll see uh, all the links to all the socials and podcasting or wherever you guys listen. We are there, I assure you. Um, just look us up or like I said, look, look, click on those links. Uh, Extra Life link also down there in those show notes. Please click on that. Uh, if you want to donate to us, that'd be great. I'm Tyler Courtney. That is Gable. Well, Gabe Bagno is his government name, but he don't go by that. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you want to, please look us up. Donate to us if you like. If not, hey, uh, you know, just sign up yourself or you know, tell your friends and maybe they'll sign up. Even better. Um, maybe it just means more people know about it. More that's more people they can tell. Um, but yeah. Um, before, yeah, before we get out of here, if you're watching on YouTube. Please hit that subscribe button, click that bell, hit that thumbs up over there by Gable's junk area. Makes him feel all good and tingly inside. And Gables. Yep. Till next time. I've been Tyler. And I've been Colonel Gables. Till next time, man. See y'all when we see ya. <laughs> and, uh, hey, hey, Gables, real fast. Yeah. Scissor me, daddy ass. Hey. Ah! Bye, guys. Yeah. <laughs>